Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host, Chris Mullet. Nailed it. That's how you should do it. I was actually paying attention and caring this time. Oh, great. You know. It really gets people that are listening invested. Oh, this episode she cares. Cool. Yeah, so imagine how much better it's going to be than my other efforts. No pressure now. It's going to be way better than whatever you do, because you're about to let out a big-ass yawn. I stifled it. Yeah, you totally held it, and now your eyes are, like, popping out of your head. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, can't be any, I can't be any uglier than that fucking kid. Oh, did we talk well, about that in the last podcast or the podcast before? I don't remember. Here's, here's just a, an upfront message to everybody that's going to have unprotected sex tonight after you listen to this. Because that's what you want to do after you listen to this episode. Goddamn right. Fuck without protection. Like, think about, look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, am I going to create a good looking kid? And if it's like, the chances of it are lower than like 60%, don't even do a coin flip. Just don't. Fucking slap a condom on that dick. Fucking put a trash bag up your vagina. Is that how it works? I don't know. Not quite. Not Just quite, do but something. I think the sentiment is uh... stop having ugly kids. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna create like the worst charity ever. That's just gonna stop ugly kids from existing. What we do here is, if you're new, every single week we watch a movie, we talk about it, we talk about our lives, we BS up front, we have fun, and we don't say inappropriate things on this podcast never. ever because we don't want to offend anyone. Never. Ever. Never. Ever. ever. Absolutely never. We're parents. Come on, we're better than that. We're way better. We a, have to set a good example for our daughter. We're parents of a beautiful child. She's who, gorgeous. Unfortunately, it looks like she's going to need glasses, unfortunately. No, though. not looks like she She's definitely... I think what the the pediatric um, orthopedic doctor... Orthopedic How many qualifiers that doctor need? Orthopedic doctor. No, I'm sorry. Orthopedic. I know. No wonder, Ophthalmologist. Uh, no, no, wonder wonder. I said, no wonder I said maybe she needs glasses, because you took her to a foot doctor. No. The pediatric ophthalmologist said a thousand percent she needs glasses. She's extremely farsighted and she's living in a blur is what uh, the doctor told me. You didn't put it like that to me before. That's horrible. I don't want to stay in front of like everybody you worked with when I she's went. She's living in a blur? They said it, it's like everything is blurry. That... Might be why she falls as much as That's she does. so sad. So it's going to make everything sharper for her and help her focus on things and but help she's her so eye muscles so good develop. anyway. Yeah, so it's going to help her eye muscles develop and it's going to hopefully prevent any lazy eyes from um, from occurring as that runs in my family. And a lot of it is because they don't diagnose yeah. 
vision problems early enough so the eyes train themselves and it's very difficult yeah. to also sounds correct. like a bullshit Aerosmith song. We're living on a blur. Living on the edge, living on a blur. That's so sad. I just imagine her like walking and not knowing like anything that's going on. No, no, no. Like she can see. It's just not defined. It's like when you close your good eye, what mm-hmm. do you see? Uh, everything, but it's like blurry. Okay, that's like what Jillian. And sees it's like all it's still time. coming from my left eye. Well, no, like cover your left eye completely. Like, what can you see? Everything, but it's very, like, blurry. But, but it's like, still you can see, f- like, me distance. But it's just like as if it was coming from over here and not over here. Okay, like, like the perception. I'm a that? fucking freakazoid, well, right? No, Don't. But, but yours could have been a similar thing, and mm-hmm. your brain just developed like that mm-hmm. to make, to compensate for it. Like, that's what happens. That's how most lazy eyes, the doctor was telling me, and most vision problems are in older children. Because they're not diagnosed early enough, so, um, yeah. Sounds like you could be the fucking eye doctor at this point. Good lord. I paid attention. would like to be, mm. but I don't know how to use that 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 thing that they do. You wouldn't know. You don't ever go to the eye doctor. Nope. They do this thing where they make I know. your eyes see independently, but you wouldn't know anything about that. Cause I you know. Only they tried to use it on me, and it didn't work. I just kept telling them the left. She also got her ears re-pierced. Um, she's doing, she's, she's had a week. She's, she's had a had week, a which week. means we've had a week. Uh, my parents are no longer here. Uh, we, we're recording this on May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Uh, we should have, well, we don't have anything to watch. We watched them all. Not the prequels, and we're not going to own Rogue One. Um, but, uh, yeah, we watched um, this movie a couple days ago. My parents were still here. Again, held this movie up next to E.T., they made a decision. Actually, no, that's wrong. I didn't do that. I just picked this because I didn't want to sit through ET with them. Because um, sitting through this with them was uh... yeah. When you're hearing when you're hearing this, this isn't airing until next week. I will be in Chicago, Michigan, or Indiana. I'm still kind of confused where I'm going to be when um, for a bachelor party. Bachelor party, a bachelor party of uh, a close personal friend whose wedding I will be in in August. Tony Colt. Um, so we're kind of getting, trying to get the jump on things. A little amendment to our schedule. Of course, we said E.T. was going to be this week. It's not. E.T. will be next week. Um, our Memorial Day episode is canceled. Um, Why? Why is be... it canceled? Let's explain to the viewer, listeners out there. We're making a big deal out of it. Why is, why is it canceled? So I thought that there were more original standalone movies that came out on Memorial Day. You're thinking of July 4th. I think I am. You're um, thinking of Big Because unfortunately, Willy. Memorial Days, uh, when looking at the, the biggest movies in Memorial Day history, are all filled with Pearl sequels Harbor. and franchises or Pearl Harbor. Like, really? That, those are the only choices. And we did want to do a war movie, so we're not going to celebrate more, celebrate Memorial Day. Thanks, thank everybody for their service. But um, we're not going to celebrate it here on the podcast. We're going to just watch whatever movie comes out of the box today. Ooh. What? I just saw something that said that a Florida woman woke up with a cockroach wiggling in her ear. Nice. Whoa, there's a beetle in my ear. And it made my ear really, like, start freaking out. I just think of Tony's friend from uh, college. He had this really weird guy in his uh, class. I forget his name, but he always had these weird stories. He talked like this, like kind of like Beetlejuice. I think it actually is the basis of my Beetlejuice impression. And he told a story one time. It was crazy. It was like, woke up one day, and I was like, whoa, there's a bug in my ear. I went to my dad. I went, Bruce, because he calls his dad Bruce. 
Because after nine months, why would you come up with a, you know, a guy named Bruce? And he's like, hey, can you check out what's in my ear? And he goes, whoa, there's a beetle in here. And he's like, whoa. So he dug it out there. And that was the story. Bruce Nixon. It's just a guy. <laughs> it's just a guy. A, sh- a shitty guy named Bruce. Uh, uh, Cl- Kent Russell. That was his name. So his guy's real name was Bruce Russell. But Kent Russell. I think he's like a published author. Here I am sitting in my shitty pajamas about to talk about a Damon Wayans movie. I'm shitting on that guy. Uh, let's just get into it. Uh, <laughs> Bulletproof is this week's episode. Uh, oh, friend of the show. Yeah, she has been a Carly heavy couple of uh, weeks. Okay. Uh, message us on Facebook. She's very excited about today's episode. She is. She, she sure forced is. her uh, f- uh, future husband... Tom. Fiance. Fiance. Future husband is, is, I like that phrase. The same thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, A future husband. uh, That she forced him to watch Major Pain and he enjoyed it. Um, So eventually they're going to watch this. But this is one of those uh, 90s cable movies you just kind of happen to see over and over and over again. Bulletproof is it. I drew it, which means Samantha reads it. Their friendship could survive anything. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Except each other! Exclamation point! I just feel like that's a sure. theme, uh, song, Read the soundtrack. Box. Read the box. Two of Hollywood's hottest comic actors have just become the wildest partners in crime to ever hit the streets of L.A. Damon Waynes and Adam Sandler star in the hilarious saga of a cop, a crook, and a beautiful friendship gone sour. Once inseparable pals, Archie Moses, Sandler, and Rock Keith, Wayans, find themselves on opposite sides of the law, each feeling betrayed by the other. In fact, the only person who hates them more than they hate each other is ruthless drug kingpin Frank Colton, played by James Caan, who wants to put them both six feet under. Now, through a strange twist of fate, Moses and Keats are on the run, together. With a little luck, the bungling boys just might get out of this one alive. If they don't kill each other first. A long-ass recap of this movie. That's long. That was almost as long as the movie. This movie is 80 minutes long. Man, this movie. It, fl- it flies by. Like, it, it's super quick. Uh, I noticed there was no reviews on that box. Yeah, there's no, no <laughs> this reviews. This is an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. It... Yeah. I think this was like number one at the box office. It came out at a really, really weak time. I, I don't know why this memory has such like vivid. Oh, this movie has such vivid memories of me. Uh, this movie has such vivid. Oh, what am I saying? You need to go to sleep. Oh, well, we're here. We're doing this. So bulletproof. Uh, you think you've last time you saw like I haven't seen this movie. And I'm like I'm pretty sure you've seen this movie. And as it started, you're like yeah, I think I have seen this before. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So. I kind of, when I drew it, was like, oh man, like, our streak continues. But, I think it's safe to say, it's not as bad as it gets a rep for. It's not as bad. It definitely could have been (laughs) way worse. If we were to do the 2018 Mullet Awards, like, today, I think this actually might be in our top ten for the year. (laughs) Granted, we haven't watched Um, a lot. You're not wrong. Um, It's... It's not good. We, I feel like we've said that a lot recently. It's not a good movie. Nope. But it's definitely not a bad movie. I think this is something that you can throw on 
and giggle at. If you've never seen it before, you're going to laugh more. There's a, there's a couple funny parts. Is there a lot of juvenile, unnecessarily vulgar, R-rated, uh, hasn't aged well because it came out in the mid-90s humor to this? Is it an Adam Sandler movie? Thank you. Yeah, you, you spiked my setup volleyball. Um, of course. Are there, are there two guys who, at this moment, possibly were... Adam Sandler's about to be the biggest star in the world. You would not tell it from this movie, but this is two years before The Wedding Singer and The Waterboy. Um, and Damon Wayans had already been in Blank Man and Major Pain and done a bunch of stuff. Um, so his star, you know, didn't have, like, as much to it at the moment, but he's about to get his ABC money with my wife and kids. Um, keep getting them checks, Damon Wayans. Keep getting them checks every Wayans brother ever. There's, like, 900 of them. No, I actually went down a small, small Wikipedia rabbit hole. There's no Wayans rabbit hole that's small. I skimmed the surface, and then when I saw how deep it went, I was like, fuck this. It's the- 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to sleep. That's why you're up. Um, Actually. So, yeah, I I discovered this movie kind of when Adam Sandler was getting popular. Like I, like I mentioned before, like, my parents who watched this movie with me had no recollection of it whatsoever until, like, about 30 minutes in. And then my mom started predicting things that were going to happen. My dad started disagreeing with her. Of course my mother was right. Uh, watched it. And was like, yep, that's that's a movie. And I just like kept watching it. Like that's like uh, like all these movies. Like I've referenced like these VHS t- VHS tape that I had recorded off a of blockbuster before. Like this and Jingle All the Way and The Sixth Man. And you like, know you're really really doing wonders for your rep on this show. Can I was I, a, just I was say, a child and, uh-huh. I, and I'm very nostalgic and I hold yeah, on to these things. I think people can tell. So you've learned nothing over the course. Of nearly 200 episodes of this We're podcast. We're so close to 200. Uh, it better be. The one thing you need to take away is that Mullet's a little pussy. What's that mean? Who's super sentimental and <laughs> gives bulletproof. terrible movies high, higher scores than but what can, they deserve. Do I, do I have to do what I did last time with Sam Luke Ernest and go through the movies we watched this year? Is this not better than... No, Dirty no, no. Grandpa, no, no. who's your caddy? I didn't say that. Uh, it comes at night, fucking... Uh, man, I'm giving this a better score than 16 Candles, probably. I know that's dumb, but I'm going to do it. That's real... That's, that is dumb. So, what, so, so I kind of talked about like what the negatives are. So from your outsider perspective, what did you like well, and not like about it? Well, I did remember this movie. Mm-hmm. I have seen this before. I couldn't tell you when. It was probably sometime in the last ten years of my life. I definitely am the reason you've seen this before. Oh, I'm either I'm sh- you or Carly. I am positive. Let, let's go. I out am there. positive that I've put this on a random cable channel sure. when there's nothing else on. Probably was and the you one sat I, there, yeah. Yeah, because I was an idiot who yeah. wanted you to like me. But anyway, um, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know. Uh, it didn't look like it was going to be any good. The description, like on IMDb and, and on the box, definitely did not make it seem like it was going to be good. It's a poor man's, like, any buddy cop. Die hard? Like. <laughs> no, not that. More like lethal weapons, what you're sure. referring to, yeah. 
Except in Lethal <laughs> Weapon. That's what I meant. Lethal but this, like, I can't believe I'm about to say this phrase. This movie has layers to it because, like, <laughs> you're right. I almost killed Samantha. <coughs> but like, it is like both, like, dis- like had deceit with the other, and almost too much to the point. Like the last like forty minutes of the movie are the dude trying to like rectify it with one another because they keep getting in these same fucking arguments over and over again. And you see at the beginning of the movie like how much fun they they have with one another. And it's like I almost would prefer to just seen that because when they do yeah. that, it's fun. I don't need to see them yelling and bickering and having the, literally the same argument the whole time. I you I would never do that to you. I would never make you think I was a cop and 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 be a friend with you for a year. I would never just shot you in the face over and over and over. I know, again. but I think that that's part of the point because that's what happens. I mean, think about like how many times we've had the same argument in our marriage because you just refuse to difference change. Difference is, we don't try to pass it off as entertainment. Uh, as I say that <laughs> on episode 198 of okay. our, uh, 197 of our uh-huh. movie podcast where that's the premise. Exactly. So I think I think that especially it's in free the, at least. <laughs> they wanted people to pay I'm this. I'm sure this. I'm sure this is free now. Patreon.com slash Arcade Radio five dollars a month. You can get more of this, not just from us, but other places. But you know you want it from yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's part of it. That's part of, you know, where where that idea comes from mm-hmm. is like that real life scenario. Like like how can we root this in realism? Like how can we root this in reality and There's make of- it. There's relatable. Pl- There's plenty of unrealistic shit in this, though. Oh, I know. I, I know, but that's why I needed to be rooted in reality, so that way the crazy-ass things that would never actually happen the, don't seem too absurd. The or ten cop ab- taken out via silent sniper plane scene. I mean, look, that could happen. The plane scene is absolute garbage and ridiculousness. Look. Because number one, Adam Sandler getting a thousand hours of flying a plane, mm-hmm. it could happen, would c- cause him to crash. Still, um, why? Have you ever flown a plane before? No. Okay. So why are you trying to talk about it? Yeah, like you I just know. think Adam Sandler would suck flying a plane. Um, okay. You know how much money Adam Sandler has? Yeah, I think you just wouldn't focus on it enough. Every like big action piece is just. Yeah, because it's a 1996 Universal Studios movie. <laughs> With Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans exactly. in it. Exactly. It seems very... I find it funny that the director of this is Ernest Dickerson. Does that name ring a bell to you at all? No. Should uh, it? Not really, unless you really pay attention to two shows we've watched a lot over the past, like, ten years. Um, he directs he, MasterChef, doesn't he? Why would he direct MasterChef? I don't know. I just feel like... No, he directs... Uh, he's directed many, many episodes of The Walking Dead. Some of the most important ones. He's also directed many, many episodes of Once Upon a Time. He's no, he's predominantly a television director, uh, which makes sense because of in this movie, he's not very well directed. Mm. Um, mm. But he's a good television director. All those action scenes. So it's what you have the the first car chase isn't bad, like during the credits. I lead you to the Disneyland moment. Um, that's a quote. That's not making fun of uh-huh. anybody. I would never do that. Um, there's... There's, like, the, the whole warehouse... Oh, I forgot about the warehouse. ...scene, and, like, he gets hit with the thing, and whoa, and that's how the gun goes off. It was so... That was probably my least favorite See, I was fine with that. Part. I I hated the, the playing scenes, my least favorite parts, because it's so uh, fucking stupid. 
I want to point out, um, speaking of direction and his being in the mid-90s, man, this movie soundtrack. And I love the moment where, like, they're in the warehouse, um, and Damon Wayans is, like, obviously, uh, he's obviously wired up, and, like, the one fucking... Don't make fun of people. Don't be offensive. Criminal of Hispanic ethnicity, uh, like, yells out, like, Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> I don't think that's a direct quote. <coughs> I, know I don't myself. think that's a direct quote. And like, like, ten different dudes come around, like, ten different beams on, uh, on, like, the second level. No. <laughs> how do you know that was the one I was picking? Um, and like, each one comes around, like, like, how many support beams does this building need? And they all have, like, uh. machine guns. But it's like the like the dun 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 dun. It's like the the menu screen of a PlayStation racing game, <laughs> and like they're really just looking up each one, and it's like so overly directed and bullshit. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah. It's such trash. Uh, but yeah, the plane scene is just stupid, and then you have the the ho the like cabin in the woods hotel. Uh, what was the name of the, the hotel? I it was called even... the, the Be. Oh no, the town was called like Beaverton or something. I don't even know. Ah. Uh, I... But then, like, they had that scene where them and Charlie, the uh, kooky uh, proprietor, was he, like, the just the night shift guy? Did he own the place? I... Did he, does he even work there? Like, I think he just chopped I somebody think... up and took that person's <laughs> yeah, job. Was he his own wife? I think he was just hanging out. Was I that... thought it was. Like, that was like, a guy, I... obviously, dressed up like his wife drag, in the picture. I think it was supposed to be because it was supposed to be, like, an ugly woman, and he was all, like... Was this movie trying to make a really, really inside psycho I motif think it reference? Been, but then it was, I guess, supposed to be so ugly... But then Adam Sandler's like, oh, your wife's hot. And he's like, oh, okay. And that's why he did stuff. I don't know. It was really creepy. Gave me weird vibes. I thought about Psycho. I thought, oh, this is so Bates Motel. Is this Bates Motel town? Uh, Like, I don't know. That also was like my... Like my favorite part. Like, I just love the Charlie character. He's not my MVP. I I like that character. It was not expected. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of is uh, Rush Hour 3 and like Taxi Driver. Like the only good part of that movie was like that guy... Like, just, like, being like, I want to be with you guys. And I was yeah. like, fuck it. Let Charlie come around for the like, ride. Like, it was, it's like in uh, Deadpool, the taxi Yeah, exactly. Tool. It's like the, the, like, well, he's more so like a third wheel. Yes. Like, just tagging along, like, adding to the humor. Yeah, but it, I, um, I, 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 it was a surprise in this movie. We didn't need Adam Sandler trying to booty fook him the whole time and make, like, sandwich references about, like. But I think sex. that was, like, kind of buttering him off. And this is coming from me, but too much porn. Um, what? Although I will say the concept of a woman eating an apple <laughs> during a board is very funny. I don't know why that's just funny to me. Is that not what happens? No, generally not. Oh. Normally eating something else. Um, and then the other, the other scene is like the big climatic raiding the house. Um, a lot of man, this movie is also a lot more like violent and gory than I remember. Like it's R, it earns its R rating. When it's people, an R-rated movie? Yes, yeah, so you know how many times I said fuck in this movie? And then that dude got shot through the fucking eyeball. The guy's foot got blown away. James Con, James Con, spoiler alert, if you're 22 years behind on Bulletproof, James Con, James Con takes one right in the fucking head. Man, I thought that this was like a PG-13. No, movie. they kept saying fuck the whole time. Look, I don't know. I don't know I how lenient. About- I don't know how lenient they were in their MPAA ratings. Back in 1996? I was just talking about a woman eating an apple while getting 
fucking look. Conalingus performed on her. I don't know. Also, uh, we were watching this with my parents, by the way, so it was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, I kind of tried to block a lot of it out because I was also trying to not listen to all the snoring that was happening. Alternatively, on the couch, and how your mom's eyes were closed, but she wasn't sleeping, but her eyes were closed. My mother has not seen a full television show or film in 12 years. <laughs> the last piece of entertainment my dad saw from beginning to end was an, an old episode of Howdy Doody. No, I don't think he fell asleep in, in earnest. Well, he was locked in on earnest, <laughs> man. Let me tell you. He wanted to know what was fucking happening. Uh, but, for, this, um, for this, he couldn't be bothered. He, yeah. was, he was just flat out No, snoring. but um, it, I... I I now realize the error in my ways of assuming that this was a PG-13 movie. There was a whole theme about James Conn was going to have Adam Sandler suck his dick. I... They hit the rule of threes on that. I know now that the MPAA mm-hmm. has... They have a one fuck per PG-13 movie rule. I, I don't know, man. Their rules have changed over the last 22 years. No, that was pretty... Their rules have changed. Pretty... I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of movies when I was a kid, remember? I don't know how this all works. So, did you have a favorite scene or favorite moment or? Well, I at like least the favorite... scenes with Charlie. Yeah, I like those. I like those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I like the scenes where. I like the scene with the dog. I thought that those were cute. Yeah, the dog, like the alcoholic dog. The alcoholic dog. The the high stone mother stuff is whatever. I I was not bought into that at all. Yeah. I you thought know, it was, it was just weird. Kind of a lame, kind of a, a, a whatever that gag. Was an ad, that was just an Adam Sandler ad. That was just Adam Sandler wanting to add yeah. Adam Sandler to it, you know? We're, we're close to getting to performances, and I think that's kind of where we're going with a lot of this, is like yeah. diving into it a little deeper. But um, there's something else I was going to mention specifically. I, I like, but I like just Damon Wayans and, and Adam Sandler, like, getting to, like, like, communicate with one another and not be that same fucking argument. So, like, them in the beginning and, like, the bar fight establishing Sandler is, like, the weaker one and Damon Wayans is the badass, which is funny to begin with. Because um, he's, like, in it in, like, multiple things. Like, he's a badass in major pain, too, and it's just silly. Um, but then, like, them just, like, Maybe hanging... he's a badass in real life. Them I'm just, like, hanging out at the bar later on after, like, you know, they think they've got the case solved and them, um... Them, like, forgetting their feuding with one another and, like, watching the boxing match. And they realize it. Like, that's a cool little moment. Like, that kind of stuff, if they did more like that, we worth it. But then they go right back to... Um, hating each other's guts. Hating each other and, like, back and forth singing I Will Always Love You um, over and over again. Also, one thing I can say in this movie that I did not enjoy was a the barrel of a gun pressed between Adam Sandler's soapy butt cheeks. <laughs> I'm going to run that sentence back just to make sure that everyone at home got it. In this movie... Adam Sandler, or possibly a butt double, I don't know, um, is hanging out of a window after taking a shower, trying to escape, and gets the barrel of a gun pressed in between his butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. And of course, Charlie walks in, or Charlie walks by, and it's awkward, you know. Looks, looks like other things are happening. Gets him a little hot and heavy. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, there's there's a lot of like random weird like like the like the like Adam Sandler has to pee in the desert scene, like it's like so like random and weird and childish, and then like it ends in like this really weird, but still kind of somehow funny Adam Sandler just yelling that he's got piss on him. It's like that's not the button for this scene, but I'm but still laughing is. because it like is. of the way it was delivered. 
It's got a lot of weird... This is Adam Sandler when he was at his peak. No. Yeah, it was right before his peak. His performance is now... He is... So, I don't know if we've talked about this before. We probably have. Adam Sandler plays Adam Sandler and everything Adam sure. Sandler's in. Sure. A different version of himself, but mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily have a lot of range. I think we discussed this during Eight Crazy Nights. He Well, let's not go there. Um, um, he... D- he does in certain things. No, like, honestly, a lot of his comedy roles, it's the same characters. Well, yeah, it's turned course. up to 11 or yeah, 12 or yeah. 8 or whatever. But, you know, Adam Sandler's himself. He's always going to be himself. And he's always going to have his own brand of humor that's a part of the movie. Um, and that, that's, just, that's just it. You know, you don't get more. You don't get anything else. You don't get that range. Because I think... We know Adam Sandler's not exactly one of those actors who can cross over from comedy to. He has uh, had his moments. Serious. Don't forget Punch Drunk Love. I'm I a, was not a fan of Punch Drunk Love. I'm a Funny People fan. I think he's fantastic in Funny People. Don't forget the first movie we ever saw on a date with one another was Rain Over Me. I don't know how we lasted 11 years. I've that Adam Sandler, Don Cheadle, I'm sad about 9-11 movie. It was so bad. Pretty I'm bad. so glad we're never going to do that on this show. Pretty bad. Oh, we're not? I thought. So here's a promise, everybody, right now. If you go to your Apple, Stitcher, or Google, where you can download this podcast every single week, um, rate, review, and subscribe, or go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and ever see... Episode whatever number it is, Rain Over Me, you know that is our last episode. Let's promise that'll be our last episode of this podcast. Okay. Because that means we're getting a divorce. <laughs> Everyone stay tuned. Episode 200, <coughs> Rain Over Me. Um, That's two episodes. Let me ask you a quick question. Did you know that it was going to be her, the girlfriend, that was... I did after your mom said it. She said it literally 20 seconds before it happens. <laughs> I bet it's her... Oh, no shit, Mom, look at the time. The movie's almost over. Everyone's dead except her and James Conn. We gotta wrap that loose knot up. No, I remembered. Oh, after, it's the dog, Mom. After seeing the actress, I remembered this movie. She's what triggered me remembering that I've seen this movie before. I, I always thought that she is um, the news reporter from The Sixth Man, because I'm getting my weigh-ins. I'm getting my Sugar Mama weigh-ins You're mixed up. Also, that woman's the woman from that one episode of Law & Order SVU that, like, Gets yeah. burned by her husband. Yeah. I was, yeah. No, it this is. woman's just been in never, nothing else ever again. Yeah, they're the same woman. Michael Michael, or whatever her name is. Michelle Michael. That's no, not this girl. This girl's somebody else who I've never seen anything else oh, before. Oh, I thought you were saying that it's the same. No, no, no. The new, the sports reporter yeah, 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 yeah. is the same, from Six Man is the same woman as the SVU episode. This woman's never been in anything else. Yeah, no, she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, don't recognize her. Dr. Doolittle. Oh, good. Good. Good for her. Um, she's been in a lot of stuff. But did she write her own IMDb page? That should be a new segment on the show is go to these random ass people's IMDb pages and see how much they fucking wrote about themselves. Yeah, uh, let's see. Let's see. Her name's Christian Wilson. Okay. Yeah, no, it's only a... Tame. It's only like a paragraph. She was a dancer. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in West Side Story. Because they, they keep... I wonder if she was cool. Boy, crazy cool. They keep building up, like, who's, like, the snitch. Like, how do they keep getting found out? And at first you think it's Bill Nunn, who, as I think you pointed out, Bill Nunn plays the same goddamn character. Played, rest in peace, Bill Nunn. Played the same goddamn character in every movie and Radio Rahim. <laughs> it's literally, after Radio Rahim, was like, 
that guy's really good. Let's have him be a cop. Um, and then it's then they think it's James Ferentino, who apparently like like they show the opening credits. Do you remember this? They all showed up in crates. So my mom goes, "Oh, James Ferentino." Yeah. I'm like he's been dead for a very long time. And I was like, number one, you don't remember what you just had for fucking dinner an hour ago. How do you remember who this dude is? And also, I've never seen this man in anything else as long as I live. And this movie's 22 years old. Yeah. No, yeah. You're, you're lucky fucking Damon Wayans isn't dead, Mom. All right? Jeep Swenson is also dead. Oh, you're going to make me piss myself. That's, that's so that, that's, my, that's So I'm sad my parents are gone because now I can't weakly try to make you piss, myself, piss yourself. At, that's hilarious. But I want to go back to this Kristen Wilson real quick. I do remember what else she's been in. She was in she's in a lot of Disney Channel movies. She was in Twitches with the Maori sisters. Mm-hmm. And she was in Walking Tall with uh, The Rock. Yeah. Um, and Marlon yeah. Wayans. She was with she starred in Dungeons and Dragons with Marlon Wayans. Mm-hmm. Made point. out with him too. She's made out with all the Wayans brothers. She's trying to hit for the cycle with the Wayans. <laughs> I don't think you get that, but that's fine. Um not at all. So yeah, so James Ferentino, oh my god, this guy was married four times. Um, literally, his Wikipedia page, uh, he just was in a hundred television, film, and stage roles, including The Final Countdown, Jesus of Nazareth, and Dynasty. Uh, I don't know, I think my mom probably knows him from Dynasty, I don't know, but it's just like so super fucking random. Um, well, we're already talking about actors, so let's get an MVP and LVP. Sure. Um, not my MVP or LVP, but we're talking about dead people. I want to give a shout-out. I don't know what it is about us in this podcast watching um, subpar comedies that feature a white, dead, random professional wrestler in them. But that would be Jeep Swenson in this movie. Uh, he mm. played Bledsoe. Uh do you want the interesting fact about him, or do you want the fact that's going to make you hate him? Well, not him, but... Do you want the good news or the bad news about him? Good news first. Okay. It's the worst good news ever. He was Bane in Batman and Robin. <laughs> Remember, okay, like... Okay. Yeah, you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was Bane in Batman and Robin. Uh, bad news. So, his wrestling career was largely... Um, he worked in a lot of, like, territories and stuff. He was... A late 80s, early 90s, roided up monster. I can tell. His last shot was actually, I think, right before or after this movie came out. He was hired by WCW to be another monster to take out Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage in a literal, like, hold on, let me count. Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, The Barbarian, Ming, Lex Luger, Kevin Sullivan, a eight-on-two cage match. They needed two other people, so they brought in um, Tiny Lister. Uh, Debo from the Friday movies. Mm-hmm. You've seen him in fucking hundreds of things. Um, as Z Gangster instead of Zeus. Still mm-hmm. had the Z in his head. They brought in Jeep Swenson. Gave him some camo pants and some weird face paint. They named him the Final Solution. For those of you at home that don't know why that's the worst thing ever, the Final Solution was Samantha. I'm not saying it. What was the Why final do I solution? have to say it? I'm the one who it offends. Final solution was what was dubbed essentially what the Holocaust, the Holocaust was. was. Nobody in WCW like thought it out clearly. Am I supposed to be surprised it with that? It took them like two weeks before they finally renamed him the ultimate solution as a dig towards the ultimate warrior. Well, at least the ultimate solution wasn't directly what it was called. How stupid are the people at WCW? Well, they've been closed for 17 years. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. 
Um, so that's you, the and legacy. You know, who did it? you know who was responsible? The Jews. Go fuck yourselves. Did you just tell the Jews to go fuck no. yourselves? <laughs> the Jews, period. Go fuck yourself. Directed towards WCW gotcha. people. Yeah. It, Sorry, it's, my punctuation was not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Hold up. What? Um, yeah. One of the biggest, most famous boneheaded decisions of all time. Uh, he's not the MVP or LVP. He plays his role fine. You know, he's, he's a... Yeah, he's a big bruiser. Yeah, fine. Yeah, like, exactly. it, it didn't... Did, did, no harm, no foul yeah. on that. Um, oh, let's talk about, also, Bill Nunn. I love Bill Nunn. I know, me too, I but he... Bill I've Nunn. never seen him in anything where he wasn't... We'll watch Do the Right Thing and you'll... A you'll, cop. He was, I think in Spider-Man, I think he was like a beat writer, but I think he was covering the police beat. <laughs> yeah, like, like he is typecast, which yeah. is, I mean, I think he's good. He's I good love at what him he does. Yeah, act, yeah, he does know. everything. He's good, but. Uh, again, not MVP, not LVP. I mean, he didn't do enough. He didn't really James do Ferentino, I liked him. I thought he was good. Had some like yeah. nice intensity and stuff. Not MVP, not LVP. We're basically just like sifting through all the nons right now. Um, well, let me ask. So, do you have a, a, a solid way to go either way to start? Um, I mean... I, I have mine, but I, I'm very, very open to suggestions. Well, I mean, I think that when we talk about MVP and LVP, um, you know, we talk a lot about would this movie be different if somebody different was in one of these roles, right? Mm-hmm. Would it be better or would it be worse without, mm-hmm. with or without one of these people? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the two main characters are David Wayne's and Adam Sandler. I think we have to talk about that. Who carries the movie? Mm-hmm. I think who really makes the plot move forward or who shows a lot of range. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Damon Wayne's really... <laughs> I think we're right in line here. Is the, the reason this movie is better than it should be. Yes. I, I really do think that, that it is attributed to him and I adore my best friend Carly Coffee. But she uh, can also go fuck herself. You could go fuck yourself, Carly. Yeah, my MVP I am going to end up loving Damon Wayans. My MVP is Damon Wayans. Yeah. He, he's, he is able to portray that kind of like, there's a line like after he gets shot and he walks and he just kind of walks in like quiet like a badass and the guy's like, not even a bullet to the head could stop him. Right. And it's like, okay, it's Damon Wayans, but he's portraying it and I kind of believe it. Yeah. And he's like, also very exactly. funny. He has yeah. the best... He's got well, good timing. He's great timing. He has great reactions. He has the best line in the movie where he calls the one officer. He says the one officer looks like a struck match. That is the funniest <laughs> insult. That is the funniest yeah. insult of all time. He calls the guy whoopee later on, and it's still funny. It's hilarious. That guy's not MVP or LVP. That guy I just want to see in front of me and call him shit. I know that's like bullying to the hilt. Yeah. Also, shout out to Alan. That is exactly what bullying. Is. Also, shout out to uh, he looks like he looks like Flava Flav's stunt double. That's <laughs> who that guy looks like. Um, also, shout out to Alan Covert, who was the other cop, who has incriminating ass photos of Adam Sandler to just keep getting in all of his movies for the rest of the time. Um, yeah, no, Damon Wayans is the MVP. Um, you know, and I think I mean. I don't know what is in that blood stream, but I think that we'll we'll get there. Um, but yeah, I I don't. Uh, will we ever see a movie with multiple Waynes in him in it? I'm trying to think here, um, to, because we you, you kind of have to power rank them at a certain point. No, you don't. Is he is he the strongest Wayans? He's my it? personal favorite Wayans. 
That sounds like a bad reality show that will happen at some point in my life. Um, my personal favorite. My personal favorite weigh-ins, or it's like a shitty competition. Um, but yeah, he's my MVP. Um, but I mean, there's so many of them. Yeah, just like by the time I finish this sentence, there's been three more. Like when I go to to the trivia. On Damon Wayne's IMDb profile, it says, brother of Dwayne Wayans, Keenan Ivory Wayans, yeah. Kim Wayans, Nadia Wayans, Marlon Wayans, and Sean Wayans, and also has three additional sisters, Elvira, Deidre, and Bonnie. I wanted you to just throw in, like, if you had thrown in two random ones in there that didn't exist, I would not have been able to pinpoint <laughs> which ones they were. Like, Elvira Wayans, I would have been like, bullshit. Um... Yeah, I mean, he's he's great. Um, also not MVP, but I feel not LVP. Um, I think James Conn is largely phoning this performance in. James James Conn is a, a wonderful actor. You know, Sonny Corleone. I mean, he's fantastic. I mean, he doesn't have to do much in this. Um, yeah, but... I, I, I don't like Damon Wayne's girlfriend. She's just very... Kristen Wilson? Yeah. You know, wasn't wasn't a big fan of her. I, I mean, she... She looks like she should be able to do so much more than what she does. Well, wait, to judge her on her looks, why don't you? That's not what I meant. That's what it sound, sounded like. Okay. But instead you're just being a petty woman. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I feel like she has potential Mm -hmm. and in the beginning when she's just first when we don't know that she's got Mm -hmm. this other side and she's just like the physical therapist and everything it seems like there should be more meat to that character than what she gives it well there's that misapprehension like he called like we're in the the hotel and he calls like home he's like what's you wearing you wearing that black lacy thing she's like oh i am and she leans back she's wearing like boring ass pajamas it's like that moment's really weird, and it's yeah, like... Yeah, to begin with. Is that supposed to... And I guess that's, like, your clue later on as to, like, that was her. Is she deceptive? It's so, like, sure. random and weird, and she doesn't play it off, like, well at all. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say my LVP is Adam Sandler. He's so... He's still too Sandler in a lot of parts... Does he he has his moments. It's the only reason I'm like I'm fighting it. Because he has these moments where like But, but there's, like there's there's a lot of him just like working stuff out. Like his like not emotional stuff, but he's whining and this and yeah and that and like you know like that's what I said of uh, before. It, it, this, it, it, it drags episode, the movie down in times. He's being himself. That's how that's a lot of what his character is. The character's the same way in um, Billy Madison. His character was like that with the whining and, you know, those reactions and stuff like that. I I go back to if somebody else was that character, would it have been the same? Would it have been the same? Would it have been better? Because I think I would have enjoyed it more because in what he does positively, which is some... Um, some throwaway lines and some some silliness that elicits giggles. I think it had somebody else with their own shtick that would have made the story. Who? 
I don't fucking yeah. know. In the mid nineties, white comedian, uh, everybody, like, <laughs> everybody. Well, no, and then also like I think he does a good job of building those relationships with the other characters and like making it be believable. See, I didn't because like. So he's supposed to be like the assistant to this big ass drug lord, and every time he's talking about that's uncut heroin or like I'm the drop man or stuff like that, it's just like you're Adam fucking Sandler. No, you're not. Like I, I don't buy you in those in in that world, you know. Yeah, but you know, in his life, Adam Sandler's definitely dealt heroin. Oh, of course he has. He's dealing it right now. Um, well, who who would be your LVP? I mean, I sway me, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anyone had enough to do. Oh, by the way, uh, the runner-up to MVP is definitely the guy who plays Charlie. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, if Mark it wasn't for, Roberts. He doesn't, he doesn't even have, like, a fucking page of anything. Like, he never did oh. anything ever again. No. Um, no. Oh, he's a writer for Two and a Half Men, Mike and Molly. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. He's getting work. I'm glad that guy's getting work. Or got work, because those shows aren't in the air anymore. Yeah. But, um... He's currently not doing anything. Good. Hey, he's lived a long, successful life. Um... He's not dead. Well, and I meant in the entertainment world, is what I meant. <laughs> he wrote for two of, like, the 20 biggest shows on television at the same time. He did all right. Um... I mean, do you make a case? No, I, I mean, I guess, so. Uh... There's, there's not anything I can really say about anyone else that I think would sway you enough away from it. All right. All right, so everything I said about Adam Sandler, I'm going to give you one thing from the only other two people I said something negative about and tell me if either of these things are more egregious. Um, whatever, Kristen Wilson, that's her name, uh, her entire acting during the scene where Damon Wayans is debating if he should, cons- like, bring Moses in or not. She's like, you're not here, Jack, even when you are, blah, 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 blah. Or uh, when James Conn took his hairpiece off in that fight scene. Slash, <laughs> slash, James oh, Conn, so slash, James Conn trying to act as if he was a significant threat in a fist fight against Damon Wayans. Granted, Damon Wayans had already fought through the entire house and bled so. But I forgot about that toupee piece. Definitely James Conn, then. I feel bad. No. I was more so focusing on Kristen Wilson. Yeah, no. It's yeah. Kristen Wilson, I think. Thinking about that, like, yeah. She she was just there to be, like, steamy. Yeah, but then even in, like, even in going back to, like, what you're talking about with, like, the lingerie, like, scene where he's like, oh, what are you wearing? And she starts going into it, like... It wasn't believable. Okay, fine. If you're not wearing it, you're going to make it up. I didn't feel like she would. She was also very bad, uh, like, at the reveal. And then, like, when I'm saying there, like, stops her. And, like, she's, like, pleading and stuff. Obviously, she's groveling because she's a bad person. But then, like, he keeps saying stuff to her and she has that shut the fuck up line. Mm -hmm. She's not very good. Like, she wasn't very good in that. Like, the more and more I think about it, I'm going to let Sandler off the hook because... I can I can think of two moments like I got piss on me, or mm-hmm. um, him saying like I'm gonna be a bullfighter, um, and him talking about the dog drinking a lot like those things he was fine at, 
this woman didn't do anything correct. Yeah. So is it Kristen with a K-R-I-S-T-E-N? Yep. Yeah. Okay, Kristen Wilson. LVP. How many times have we made, like, the shitty girlfriend the LVP? Is there nobody out there to be the sh- good, shitty girlfriend? Have I, have I been on this episode? On this podcast for 196 episodes, we've always made it the shitty girlfriend. Hey, want to shout out uh, the fourth Wilson to get uh, definitely our most... No relation. Uh, to Owen, Luke, or Rebel. Um, but, hey, I think that's our definitely our, our least favorite last name. Our yeah. worst surname here in oh, the movies. Oh, I'm sure we'll get to it when we get to Castaway. That fucking ball just sat there and didn't do shit. I'm sorry, Wilson's his first... What's his name? Wilson Wilson? Wilson Wilson. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Um, what else on Bulletproof? If that was legitimately their names, though. Why do you have to make fun of them? Well, Wilson's name is Wilson. He's like Wilson Prince. Wilson. He doesn't need a last name. Or Cher. But they had last names. Castaway's coming out of that fucking box now. You know that, right? I swear to God, if it does, I will, I will poop on this podcast. I don't know how. Thanks for throwing a thanks triumph the insult comic dog <laughs> for me to poop on. Oh, that's my. Uh, okay, my that's favorite. your thing with jelly. No, 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 not for that. Uh, what was my favorite? Um, um, what did the what did the puppet dog uh, ask the uptight British men from the back seat of his car? Do you have anything for me to great poop on? That was so lame. Poop on Nixon. <laughs> Say it like triumph. Poop on Nixon! <gasps> Anything else on Bulletproof? No! <laughs> no. Score time. Uh, I drew it. I score it. Oh! Look, I, I, my credibility shot on this fucking thing anyway. It's been shot for 196. Five episodes. You can't even count properly. Yeah, I can. You you had credit. Look, one time. point for the struck match. One point for <laughs> Dinile. Um, two points because I remember my childhood. And one, I'm gonna give it just a straight up five. I was gonna give it a straight up five. I think a five for Bulletproof is great because look, do you know what you're watching is probably not technically sound. Yes. Is it better than you thought it should be? Absolutely. Yes. The fact that this is an eight, like, there's been so, like, again, you have to take Rotten Tomato scores, like, pre-early 2000s Grand Assault because it's just composites of whatever was out there. Right. But I remember, like, this got horrible reviews, and people were like, fuck this movie. Um, so we've said that this movie is way better than Who's Your Caddy. Agreed. Okay, we said it's it's better than East of Eden. Mm-hmm. Pocket Ninjas. It Again, comes, we're the only people in the world that says movies better than East and Eden. But. It comes at night. Mm-hmm. Um, we've said that this movie is way better than Hop. Yep. Oh, yeah. Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, absolutely. Slightly not as good as Sixteen Candles. Well, I'm the reason for that, but... Although you did like this better than Sixteen Candles. Oh, yes, I did. And uh, better than Slim Dunk Ernest. Slim Dunk Ernest got I'll a I'll take three. that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Five, okay. I'll take that. So a five for Bulletproof. Samantha, I want you to reach in that box. I want you to pull a film that we can actually call a film. God damn. That's a lot of pressure. Again, this will be uh, this will be our new Memorial Day episode. Oh, no. What are you, what are you hoping for? I'm, I'm serious. Like, something we can, like, actually just say, like, you know what? That's a seven and a half. 
I don't think that this is going to be it because I don't even know what the fuck this movie is. Wonderful. What should is... I know what this movie is? I probably should know Say what this it. is. Say it. What is it? 1941? Ooh, okay. What is this movie? 1941. First, I thought it was 1776, that stupid musical thing that you want to watch. Somebody open up a window. God damn it. 17, you watch your mouth. 1776 is the precursor to Hamilton in every way possible. No. Mr. Feeney singing. You shut the fuck up. I'm changing this to 1776. No, 1941. Uh, we're going to have back-to-back Spielberg movies. This is uh, Steven Spielberg's follow-up to Jaws and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It is a not-that-great comedy I, I, with Jim Belushi. I like Steven Spielberg. He's one of my favorite directors, and I've never heard of this movie before. Also, it's a war movie, so we can watch the <laughs> war. It is a 1979 period comedy film. Wait for this. Directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, the guys who wrote Back to the Fucking Future, and starring Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, John Candy, Ned Beatty, and Christopher Lee. This is like Rich Kimmelich's wet And the story involves, motherfucker, a panic in the Los Angeles area after the December 1941 attack of Pearl Harbor. (laughs) We will this. Fuck you, Riggs and Murtaugh. We willed this to happen. If Memorial I, Day, motherfuckers. If I didn't think that this would wake up the baby, I would throw this box across the room. Not to spoiler, uh, although not as financially or critically successful as many of Spielberg's other films, it received belated popularity and it has a cult status. It's largely seen as like, it was his come down from, I don't know, like two of the biggest movies of all time. And then this was before... Fucking everything. So we'll watch E.T. I hate. And then we'll travel back. Or we can even watch. No, this has to be Memorial Day now. I hate this show. So uh, I have actually never. I hate this box. Can you please take this away from me? You're telling this box to get out of your way? Get out of my way, box. No, wait. For fuck's sake. Um, I've never seen this. So we have to. I feel like. Oh my God. We have not been doing expectation scores. Well, because. Yeah, I should have gotten it for Slam Dunk Ernest and for. Uh. Dirty grandpa and everything else. So let's get back to it. Um, what's your expectation score for 1941? Oh man, based on that description you read for me. Mm-hmm. No, I mean that's that's a fucking murderer's row of everything. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah. like I have to see because you know we've talked about it before on mm-hmm. this show. You know, your heterosexual like me, Rich Camerlucci, and I are not exactly always Why on the same page. Why are you keep bringing up for this? Just because I said John Belushi. Yeah. Yeah, fair point. I, I just feel like this would be a rich movie. I don't know if he's even seen this before. Well, it's like his cast, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really unsure about this. I'm going to give it a four. Because I also am not a really big fan of war movies and all that. Well, so. it's a comedy. I'm doing a six and a half. Um, just because I, I feel like I'm going to enjoy it. I like the people that are in it. And we'll see. Do you know what other movie is supposed to be a comedy? Hoff. Yeah, I think it was more like a coming-of-age tale. T-A-I-L. Get the fuck out of... Get the hell out of the house. Tail mixing. Nope, you're not allowed to do it. So next week will be E.T. by Hook or Crook. My, my parents aren't here to talk about how E.T. looks like a really brown, shriveled-up penis. 
Um, Why would they, they talk would anyway. about that? I don't know. Why would they mention Actually, that? Actually, What probably... experiences have you had with your parents in E.T. for that to be what you think your parents are going to think when they watch this movie? I don't know. They'd probably be more so. Isn't this your dad's favorite ride at Universal? Yes, we talked about that last time, yeah. Because he likes to ride bikes. Yeah, and he likes to hear his name. So what? wouldn't that just be the focus of, well, why would they talk about penises? I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard your mom talk about penises before. <laughs> I don't think she's ever called somebody a dick. She, like, calls them worse things. That is one of the most horrifying sentences in the English language. I don't think I've ever heard your mother talk about penises before. Oh, good. Fantastic. I'm glad. Oh, my Thank God. you for listening to this week's I'm episode so of Married with Movies. Me too. Um, we encourage you as always check us out arcadeaudio.net like I talked about earlier patreon.com apple stitcher google rate review us subscribe arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets is where you can also go to vote for the 2016 mullet awards you have a few weeks left um, we got a lot of ties going on at the moment so put your votes in you can vote more than once um, if you really really want something to win uh, marriedmovies at gmail.com at marriedwmovies on twitter Facebook.com slash Married with Movies. Next week will be E.T. The week after that will be 1941 in our Memorial Day episode. It's back. And then the week after it's that... It's uncancelled. <laughs> everyone, thank everyone for their service once again. Um, and then after that, episode 200, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Might as well start watching that now so we have enough time to finish it by the <laughs> time it's time to record that podcast. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Is there three week three weeks? I don't even have notes for this episode. Man, I'm trying to keep better notes so my mullet awards are a little bit better than they've been and I have a chance of beating you at them and I just don't have anything for this. I just have struck match. That's the only note I have. Anyway, also, it's the way it said. Anyone tell you ever looked like a struck match? Like, it's still like, it, it starts so- under the breath and it just starts <laughs> and it ends like so strong. Anyone tell you ever looked like a struck match? And the way the guy looks at him too and it's like, <laughs> Holy shit, he looks like a struck fucking match. <laughs> and like that guy's thinking, oh man, somebody's calling me a struck match again. <laughs> He's thinking, I've oh fuck, man. That improvised line's gonna make the fucking movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> what that guy was thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, for Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.